0: Welcome to a podcast by Grantmakers in the Arts, a national membership association of public and private arts and culture funders. I'm Sujin Chan, GIA's program manager. We're joined today by Eric Booth, author of The Time Has Come for a National Field of Teaching Artistry, published in the fall twenty fifteen issue of the GIA Reader, our triannual peer-reviewed journal of arts philanthropy. Mr. Booth is a Broadway actor, businessman, author of five books, and international leader in teaching artistry. He has taught at Juilliard, Stanford University, New York University, Tinglewood and Lincoln Center Institute, and the Kennedy Center. He serves as a consultant and as senior advisor to the El Sistema movement in the US and abroad. We speak today with Eric about why the time has come for a national field of teaching artistry and what we can learn from efforts happening outside of the US. Welcome, Eric.
1: Hi, Soojin and friends of GIA.
0: Going back to your tenure at Lincoln Center in the 1980s, you've seen the teaching artist field coalesce and grow. What surprised you most about its evolution?
1: Well, what hasn't surprised me is the steady growth in numbers, now up perhaps as high as 30,000 teaching artists in the U.S., artists who are making a a significant part of their living through teaching artist practice. What has surprised me is a disparity between how fast and extraordinary the learning of, let's call it the pioneering edge of the field is. Those who are breaking into new areas of the field, who have new demands placed on them, and rallying to take up new opportunities, and how slow the development of the mainstream is. The kind of trickle-down learning from that leading edge has been slow.
0: What are the conditions in place that urge the call for a national field right now?
1: There's a couple of trends going on that really are boosting demand for teaching artists, not least of all our workforce opportunities, uh, the field of creative aging, arts and healthcare, artists working in businesses, arts in public planning, public policy. Uh, there's a demand for artists who can actually bring what their artistry lets them do into those settings. Uh, also, artists' careers are fragmenting, they're not taking the step by step, expected pathways that we used to think artists careers were about so they themselves are looking for a wider per, uh, palette of opportunities that comprise their careers and then finally this ongoing discussion we have in our field about the uh, the arts value proposition to the american public which we've recognized hasn't been going very well everywhere we're trying to expand that value proposition it's the work of teaching artists that are actually breaking new ground in the public understanding what the arts can do for a community
0: aside from your national work you're also involved with el sistema and the international teaching artist movement what are some things that are happening outside of the u.s that we can learn from
1: Well, there's two I envy right off the bat. One is South Korea hiring some 7,000 teaching artists to increase national happiness. Boy, I could lie awake at night envying that one. And in England, which has an extraordinary capacity of what they call artists working in participatory settings, they've had a significant investment largely from the Paul Hamlin Foundation called Artworks to really study the infrastructure of teaching artistry, how to increase quality, how to increase pathways of entry into and through the field, and it's taken an already good sector and made it an excellent sector. And then third, I envy from the systemic world, in so many countries around the world now, the... Young artists who come up through systemic programs, there's no separation in their minds between being an artist and being a teaching artist. They're suffused, and they can't imagine a career that has one of those expressions and not the other. And that's something we can learn from.
0: Those examples, especially from outside the U.S., are really exciting. How can we connect these practices to public schools in our poor communities here, knowing that they have significantly less access to resources and financial support for arts education?
1: Well, uh, I often say America has the arts education it wants which is peripheral and secondary, but that's just based on the common definition of the arts out there, the old-fashioned traditional definition. As we're starting to expand a definition of art and what it can do for learning, what it can do uh, for accomplishment in any number of fields, I think we start to have a different argument about what arts can be in schools. And I think that's starting to appear, not just in the arts integration argument, but in the turnaround schools, in a number of programs that show when the arts are brought into schools, the the young The people who benefit the most are those who have been least successful or least resourced in the past. So I think as societies look for how do we make our struggling schools more successful or indeed how do we increase the motivation that is the very reason that kids succeed in schools, the arts are increasingly coming up as an answer and teaching artists working in collaboration with arts educators I think over time are slowly going to make a different case for their value.
0: What's one thing that the arts philanthropy field could do to increase arts education access for all children in the U.S.?
1: Well, not one thing, Sujin, two things. Uh, One is to really support this movement of aligning existing resources. Oh my gosh, I wish funders could really help localities Promote those conversations and alignment of what they've already got in place so that kids who currently lack resources have ways they can actually move through existing resources that are there, but less accessible to them. And the second is the recognition, and I appreciate the leadership role GIA has taken in this, the leadership role in prioritizing social justice as a key teaching artist issue, that it may be that the particular students or particular community you're working with is all white or um, homogeneous in some way every occasion a teaching artist works in is a social justice occasion and the pedagogy of teaching artists is beginning to take that on and man do we need funders who can support that, funders who can take this under, under supported uh, capacity of teaching artistry, begin to support local development of teaching artist faculties and awareness and really emphasize the social justice benefits so we can make a more equitable distribution of arts education in the U.S.
0: Thanks so much for those recommendations and also for joining us today. If a listener wants to follow up with you, what's the best way to reach you?
1: Probably the easiest way is through my website, which is ericbooth.net. No spaces, just my name, ericbooth.net. and there's some stuff I've written there and a, a direct contact way to reach me.
0: You can also follow Grantmakers in the Arts on Facebook and our Twitter feed, twitter.com backslash G-I-A-R-T-S. Check out our news feed and find out about more GIA events at www.giarts.org. Thanks so much for tuning in.